Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Society Podcast, the podcast where we discuss different challenges in the society. I am Maria and I'm here with Selma. Hello. This week's topic is multiculturalism. The world is becoming more global and with modern technology, traveling has never been easier. We expose ourselves for cultures far from our own and cultural awareness is something most people know of. When cultures collide, can we face challenges? This week, we're going to look at the similarities and differences between the UK and the US. What are the challenges we meet in these two multicultural societies? Why not start with some basic information so we can get to know the countries more? That's a great idea. Why can't you start with the US, Sama? Okay. Uh, the US is a massive country located in, the nor- in North America. It consists of 50 states and the capital is Washington, D.C., which is located in the state of Washington. The U.S. is the third largest country in the world, with a population of 329 million people spread out over the 3.8 million square mile land. The U.S. is a constitutional federal republic, which means that they have a president as their leader. Uh, There's currently an election going on in the U.S., so who the next president is going to be is still unknown. Ooh, that's exciting. Who do you think will win? I think Trump, but I'm hoping for Biden. How about you? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, the U.S. was earlier a colony of Britain, but since they became independent from the Brits in 1776, the U.S. has grown into one of the most powerful countries in the world. Why don't you do the U.K.? I will. So the U.K. is an island country located off the European mainland, and it consists of the four nations, Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales and England. And the U.K. has a population of 66.65 million people as of 2019, and the capital is London, and that's also where the government sits. The UK is the constitutional monarchy, which, as the website merriamwebster.com defines, is a system of government wherein which a country is ruled by a king or queen, whose powers is limited by a constitution, which just means they have a monarch and a prime minister. And the current monarch is Queen Elizabeth II, and the prime minister is Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, what an interesting man. He is often referred to as the British Trump. Oh, yes, he is. Which party does he actually re- represent in the UK? He's the leader of the Conservative Party. Ooh, the Conservative Party. Haven't they been really into this whole Britain leaving the EU, a.k.a. Brexit? Yes, they have. So what was the cause of Brexit? As you know, Britain left the EU earlier this year in January. And one third of the Leave voters wanted to leave because of migration. So migration was one of the main reasons for Brexit. The Britons felt that their borders had gotten too loose and wanted to regain the control over them. They were afraid that their culture was getting too affected by the migrants' cultures, which would later later result in losing the British culture as we know it today. Uh, so Britain left the EU because they wanted more control over their borders. Uh, what are some of the new requirements for people who want to immigrate to the UK today? They have made up a point system, which makes all applicants, both EU and non-EU citizens, who want to live and work in the UK must gain 70 points to be eligible to apply for a visa. So as you see, the British immigration policy has gone through huge changes recently. Mm. And as we talk about immigration policy, why can't you say something about the American one? Well, first I think we should define what is the term immigration. Yes. Uh, According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, immigration is when you travel into a country for the purpose of permanent residence there. The immigration policy in the US is a huge topic. It It was specifically hot when Trump got elected as president in 2016. We all know Trump has been against Mexicans uh, since day one. And once he stepped foot in office, he decided to build a wall between Mexico and the U.S. and make Mexico pay for it. 
Oh, the wall, the famous wall. But yes. why did they want to make a wall? Uh, Trump wanted to make a wall between U.S. and the and the, the Mexico because of illegal immigrants and illegal immigration. Uh, the barrier between uh, Mexico and the U.S. Uh, will prevent the number of immigrants who enter the United States through the border in Mexico. The open border allows passing of illegal drugs into the United States by, for example, Mexicans. And when these drugs are brought into the U.S. Uh, and are used there, there's a high probability that the number of crimes committed will increase by those individuals using the drugs. So we see that there are some similarities between the American and British immigration policy by wanting to regain the control over their borders. Mm. Clearly, both the UK and the US have had their history with immigration, and there have been several ways the countries have dealt with the immigrants adapting to society. In the US, for instance, segregation was relevant up until the 1960s, especially in the southern states. Segregation is an interesting, interesting term. How would you define it? Uh, segregation is, as uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines segregation, it is the separation of uh, isolation of a race, class or ethnic group by enforced residence in a restricted area, by barriers to social intercourse, by separate educational facilities or by other discriminatory means. During the segregation in the US, certain groups would not have access to the same professions, civil rights, public services, or public services, services, etc., as the rest of the population. In the US, it was the white people that had the privilege, whilst the black race was discriminated. There were different buses, restrooms, classrooms, churches, and much more that was one for the white people and one for the black people. The segregation in the US was with intentions of racism and discrimination. Even though the society in the US today isn't that segregated, the racism still exists and lives on in the American society. In comparison, the British segregation happened because of unemployment in the 1960s and 70s. This resulted in many people losing their job, and the competition for work in the working class areas increased, which made the white Britons move out, while most of the ethnic minorities stayed. Hence, this resulted in segregated communities where many ethnic minorities never felt the need to participate in the mainstream British society. And the segregation in the UK happened on accident, while the segregation in the US had racist intentions. And then, on the other hand, we got assimilation and integration. What is assimilation, Selma? Uh, well, assimilation is, as Cambridge University defines, uh, the process of becoming a part or making someone become a part of a group, uh, society, etc. Assimilation is a forced way of becoming a part of the society, since you are expected to drop your cultural background and melt into a new society. The assimilation model has traditionally been traditionally been influenced in the US at least up until the 1960s. It was when a huge wave of immigrants came to the US uh, that the immigrants were absorbed and made a part of the new country. Uh, they were welcome, however, they were expected to conform to the new American way of life. They were forced the American culture upon them and because, because the Americans were afraid. If immigrants, if immigrants came, would they come and take over and overrule the Americans who were already there. Therefore, assimilation was the solution. So why do we often think of assimilated societies as melting pots? We often use the metaphor melting pot on assimilation because it means that the minority culture has melted into the main culture, such as the ingredients in a melting pot. A good example of a society who is a melting pot is the British city Liverpool. 
The city has several waves of immigration and they dealt with immig immigrants by assimilating them to the British culture. Then the opposite of melting pots and assimilation are integration. So defined by our favorite dictionary, merriamwebster.com, integration is incorporation as equals into society or an organization of individuals of different groups, such as races. We often believe that today's world is full of countries who praises and claims to believe in integration rather than assimilation. But the reality is that most countries assimilate the minority groups more than integrate them. Still, some communities are integrated, such as New York. We often use the metaphor salad bowl to describe integrated society. societies. What does this mean? Uh, yes, Wikipedia defines a salad bowl as a metaphor for the way a multicultural society can integrate different cultures while still maintaining their separate identities. Uh, as Maria mentioned, uh, New York is a very integrated uh, or multicultural city in the US. Since the US put behind the assimilation method in the 1960s, Integration has become more and more relevant for the other cities in the U.S. as well. So there are other cities in the U.S. which is integrated? Uh, yes, uh, Los Angeles, for example, is uh, one of the most multicultural cities in the world today, uh, with approximately 140 different countries represented, speaking roughly 86 different languages. And an example of this multicultural society is in downtown L.A., there's a place called Chinatown where the Chinese uh, uh, or the Asian cultures are represented beautifully. And you can definitely tell that the U.S. has come a long way since, since their melting pot period. That's very good. To conclude, we have looked at the challenges they can face in a multicultural society. We have looked at the different ways of treating immigrants in both the U.S. and the U.K. Both countries have been on the wrong path of integrating their minorities, but they're now turning towards the right path. Luckily, they have it. Now integration is stronger in their immigration policy rather than assimilation and segregation. The world has come a long way towards being multicultural, although we still face challenges such as racism, unemployment, discrimination and the welcomeness of new immigrants. We also find integration the right way of making multicultural societies. Everyone should be able to still have their culture when they immigrate to other countries. Go, Go multiculturalism! <laughs> Thanks for listening. We will see you in next week's episode of the Society Podcast. Bye! Bye!